This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Got the number one pick in the NHL draft, but the men can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's I'm every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. All right, now, hello, DPHR Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN, Super Box Bonanza, the fifth SBBV coming up um, later on in the show. We have the Knicks with a throttling. We have uh, Mike Vrabel is now unemployed. Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, all might be available. Yeah, Belichick, not yet. I said all might be available. available, All might be available. Maybe Mike Tomlin, too. According to Shefty, maybe he wants a year off. Right, but would he be available if he's taking a year off? For the right offer? Who knows? Can you imagine that? Imagine those four coaches available. That is That oh. would be some uh, some avenue to go down. Um, what, what, today's Stump Rothenberg. It, yeah, Stump Wednesday. Right. Yep, the best day. Because it's a Wednesday, so it's Stump Rothenberg. We have a big meeting after the show, which oh, I'm thrilled about. Huge meeting. I'm excited for it. Should be good, but yeah, I know hopefully. what you do. I, I know. What no, you, I already uh, told you. No, because I know what it's going to be. I have a game be. plan. I know what it's going to be. It's like you're going to you're going to want to be. I want to get out of here in 15 minutes, and then you're going to start like you're going to turn it on. It's all going to get turned. I, I know how it works because I said like, oh, here it is. Now it's on. Like I'm going to want to actually have some real questions in this meeting, which I think is fair. And you're going to be like, so, and you're going to go into some of you one of your diatribes. No, no, not diatribe. I loosen people up for you, and then you come in with the hard-hitting questions. Uh-huh. I think that's how it's supposed to work. Um, the Professional Women's Hockey League. Oh, yeah. Excited about that. Commissioner on this afternoon, uh, this morning. That's right, 9.30, Jaina Hefford. Yeah, they're us. excited about this. This is, plus with the people behind this league. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exciting. There's a New York team, right? Yeah. Where they're did... uh, playing going to play at, uh, they played Bridgeport and UBS. Nice. Yeah. UBS, that's a good location. I got a Maybe you'll drop a ceremonial first puck. I got a text message from a buddy last night that was doing one of the games, and he said that the goalie for the New York team, they asked her who her favorite goalie was, and she said me. No. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's the one. Like, that's the one person. You know what? Good for good for you, good for her, good for everybody. Good for everybody. Make you feel good in the morning. You know? And there's, there's no choice, right? If you want to root for the New York team, you have one choice of a New York team. That's it. That's it. There's no, we rally pulled, around that team. Not pulled in three different yeah. directions. So we do rally um, around that team. Guess guess what Aaron Rodgers was on um, with Pat McAfee yesterday and he was. crew. So we'll certainly get into that, which I look forward to. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. It was funny. I was just telling RJ. So I was watching the show yesterday. So they did. So McAfee did did his show, did game day, and then he did the McAfee cast. You're talking about Monday. Yeah, so it's like 10 right. hours of television. Right. And then they get stuck in Houston because of the weather, so they can't fly back to Indy. The weather was bad in Houston? Yeah. Okay. So they couldn't get out, so they stayed. They closed They closed the uh, the lobby bar down and then had to wake up 5.30 to get back to Indy to do a show. Two, two of the guys from the crew didn't get didn't show up for the shuttle. They oh, really? To, they had to send up security. So then midway, so they're doing the show, so Aaron comes on, he does, they usually take three breaks, so they'll take a break after, or two breaks, they have one after the first, one after the second, and the show's over after the third. Right. So Aaron runs long, so they go to... Uh, they go to ESPN Plus. Aaron's done, and then they're like, "Pat's like, well, <laughs> I think that might be it." What do you mean? What do you <laughs> mean? Does it? Like he's like, I, I hate to do this, but I think that might but be the it. show is just over. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't make it the three hours. He's like, I, I think this is it. What they didn't make? Could, so <laughs> he was hoping. What time he, was it? You know uh, what? I'm done now. Uh, well, they kept. I mean, they they probably kept it on for like I want to say like two two maybe forty. So like at like but two, he wanted at two forty he was like all right listen I'm I've got nothing wanted, left I'm done he wanted to get Aaron on at twelve oh five and and do Aaron so because Aaron usually runs over an hour right <laughs> play replays of just, the of the interview they just, just had done. Yeah. like throwing his hardball could you imagine us doing that this morning no no, no. at like nine thirty be like you know what 
I think I'm done. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Been a good two and a half, three and a half. See you guys tomorrow. That's nice. It would be nice. That would be nice, but we cannot do that. No, nor, nor would we want to do that. No. I, love, I go five hours. Six, seven. Why do you go seven today? No. Why do you do six to ten with me, and then you, RJ, and Ray can go ten no. to one? I told you, I do not do radio without you. Oh, yeah, sure. No you, no me. Okay. You want to do six? I'll do six. You want to do two? I'll do two. Whatever you want. Okay. Um, so Nick's with a just a... a oh. and, and also this this Wing Martindale thing is weird now. Well, I don't know if it's weird. I mean, it's, it's weird because he, has, he hasn't... Right, but it's... I mean, they, told the Giants he's leaving. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But, I mean, they could have they could have fired him, which is what they... Which is what he what wants. They want, yeah, which is what he wants, which is, I'm sure, what they want, but they don't want to have to pay him. Right. So they want him to quit. He wants them to... Or get to, to go wherever he wants. Fire him. Right. And, so he has, but he just left. Right. Well, what'd you do? I mean, he they, they got into an argument with Dable. Yeah, but you would think that he would go to, to Mara or Dable or Shane and say, I'm I'm done. Well, he doesn't want to resign. <laughs> but this he is what makes be, it very weird. Well, no, like you're gonna go like you're gonna try to power play me. I'm gonna turn it and power play you. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do you the dissatisfaction of resigning and you not having to pay me. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah, well, and the whole thing is. So, just, so he's... He, well, have respect. Like, fire me then. Don't, don't try to go... Don't... Because you know what you were doing. At the moment, he is still the Giants defensive coordinator. Yeah. In Sarasota now. Right. Yeah. And not responding to the Giants and mm-hmm. not involved with the Giants. Nope. And we're going to sit now and watch this thing play. Well, how would you feel about this? If you I were, don't want to be mean, done, though. If I if I was going to quit, I, I if I'm going to tell people within the organization, but not the, the, the higher ups that I'm going to be done, I well, would Well, maybe tell, he thought about it, though. Maybe he called his agent. His agent was like, no, don't resign. Make them fire you. And if they don't, hang out. Get paid your $3 million to do nothing. You'll get a job after that. Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, I would just think quit, and then someone will snap you up right away. Well, well I understand that. But it's it's also, I mean, the, the idea that you already had a bad relationship, and it's pretty transparent what they, they try to do to you. Like, they fired your right-hand guy. Right. They fired his brother. Right. And then... And they don't want him. Right. They don't want you. Which is a Weasley thing to do, too. If you don't want the guy, just fire the guy. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I agree with that. But now that they're doing these things and you want to leave, so so now now leave. Like the Giants are starting with the Weasley, and now it feels like Wink Martindale's picking up where they're leaving. Well, it gets petty, yeah. But I'm sure, like, just put yourself in that position, though. I mean, it's it's easy to sit here and say that now until this is something that just happened. This this happened to you here, right? Like they don't. You clearly don't want you here. But rather than just fire you and let you go on go on your way, have to pay you until you get a new job, they're like. Hey, we're going to fire your uh, your co-host. Right. To make me get, mis- they can do all the things to make me miserable, so I'm so unhappy that I, I no. have no choice but to quit. Right. Now I'm going to make you miserable. That, and we'll figure it I, out. I'm sorry. I, this is, this, for this kind of money, this is a, it's very immature to be acting like this on both sides. Right. So, I mean, but that's, I mean, it's how bad the relationship was. Yeah. Well, this thing's broken. I, even though I was listening to someone this morning say, oh, there, he could very well be back. He's not coming back. No, I don't think he's coming back. No. You, you don't get you over don't this kind of You don't want that kind of, kind of work environment. No. Um, so the Knicks last night, boy, I got, I got to tell you, sit down, watch the game five minutes in. It's over. It's glorious. I know a lot of people like, oh, I like competitive games. I loved it. I love being able to watch the game, feed up, no stress, just enjoy, look at stats, look at numbers. What a treat from the Knicks last night. It really was. And I think that's, I mean, for me, and I'll give Raymond credit because he, he said it in the group chat last night. I mean, I think it's a, it's a, it's a sign of a good team. Is that you have some success? You don't take your foot off the gas against a a team that you should beat. You're at home. Portland's not good, and there was never in doubt. Portland's really Portland's really not good. No, they're really not good. And what I love about the Knicks right now is, do you know what their record is against teams that are below 500? Yeah, so that's what good teams do, right? They hammer the bad teams, then they're mediocre against the good teams. Fifteen and one. Yeah. So they take care of business. And it, listen, I mean, Utah is that the one loss? Um. I would have to go back. What was you gave me? They're fifteen and one. In, fifteen and one in, 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 against, in, against teams that are below five hundred. I think it's got to be Utah, right? They lost that game in Utah. Yeah, but so. you, yes, I guess because your memory is better than mine. But that's the that's the stat. Fifteen and one. Well, you know what? And if then you, you saw. I mean, if you, you saw, clean up against the bad teams, it's hard not to be a good team in this league. Well, you are a good team, and you just absolutely destroyed Philly. Like, here's what I'll say about this whole thing. And, and again, I hate. I hated to see IQ go. Mm-hmm. I thought that RJ. I didn't like to see Barrett go either. Well, but I thought I thought RJ needed to change the scenery. It, it just wasn't gonna. If he ever wanted to become the player that he thinks he could be, it wasn't gonna happen here. Like him being the third option here was That's not fair. Work. He goes home, comfortable situation, but like this team now, this starting five especially, they're 
Much better defensively. No, much better. It's, it's not even a question. There's more spacing. The ball is moving. You saw, I mean, OG last night cooking in the first quarter. 16 points in the first quarter. Right. And it was like, hey, he's got it going. Let's get him the ball. Right. And the nice thing about him is it's it's one of two things. It's either he's powering it in from the paint or he's shooting the three. And if you watched, and if you watch, yeah, he's always moving, he's cutting, like he's an unselfish player. But right, to funny. the basket, yeah. Like we were talking about when he first got here, like he doesn't need the ball. Like he's going to play great defense, he's going to move, he's going to get in the spots where you can give him the ball, or he's going to be standing in the corner for the three. Is like even you watch his post-game interview, like he doesn't, he doesn't need to speak much either. <laughs> like he's like, he's happy to Love be it. here, like he's happy to play great defense, he's happy to, you know, whatever he can do to contribute offensively, he'll do it. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people feel like that there's a there's another you know level he can get to. Right. But I mean, another thing last night too was the concern for me, and I know you was like, what do we do behind Brunson, and what do we what are we getting scoring wise off the bench? And last night you had Deuce was getting an expanded role, gave you, I mean, what did he give you sixteen sixteen I, I, points I, last it night? Still concerns me a little bit. Yeah, what you're going to well, you're not gonna, it's going to take you a while to trust. And him. also against Portland, I know. when you're up by thirty, yeah, you know what? It's easy to play great when you're you know in, in a tooth and nail battle against a good team. Maybe it's not so easy. Yeah, but I think that's. I mean, it, I say this to you all the time. On really good teams, it's every player on that team has a a role. Like there is a, a a clear role for each player on that team, and each player tries to be a star in that role. Like whatever it is, you need me to score. I can score. Like whatever that role is. And right now with this with this trade, it feels like everyone kind of has a. They know their role on the right. team. Yep. Like Grimes is coming off the bench now, mm-hmm. and you saw him last night. Like I like Divincenzo too. Oh yeah, he's athletic. This this is a really this is a well put together team right now. And and you know it's funny. And I, I don't know that I'm definitively on this train, but I'm I'm moving in that direction. We, when, when Mitchell Robinson comes back next year, and he, he and Hartenstein, well, maybe Mitchell Robinson becomes a trade chip. Yeah. Maybe you trade him with the picks, and all of a sudden, maybe you bring back that that really really good player. Yeah, and let's not forget too. I mean, there's still there's still a move or two to be made here. Oh, absolutely. This is not this a team. finished product. No, no, no. Like I just think at this point now, you want to just you want to prove to to Leon Rose and Tibbs that. Like this is a team that can can give a Boston or Milwaukee some trouble. So here's my question for you. So by the way, a couple things I want to tell you. Uh, and what I love, Knicks are 11 and four at home. So they've they've recreated that that Madison Square Garden aura, yep. the the home dominance. I'm just looking right now. Do you have any idea what the Celtics are at home? Oh, uh, they've. I think they're undefeated. No, have they lost yet at home? 17 and 0. Yeah, 17 and 0. Yeah. At, I don't even know what the name of it is. I, it's I the Garden, the Boston Garden. Yeah, yeah it's the Garden. Seventeen and zero. I know. So I mean, I think last time we talked about it, they were thirteen and zero. Unbelievable. So he, l- l- just listen to this though. From four, and the Knicks are four right now, to eight. So it's four, five, six, seven, eight. The Knicks are twenty-two and fifteen, and eight is twenty-one and sixteen. So you say, well, a game in January against uh, you know Portland or this or that doesn't ma- it doesn't matter. It does because the difference between four and eight right now. Is minuscule, but here's my question to you. Well, Halliburton just got hurt too, so right. And he's going to be, but they said it wasn't as bad as they thought it okay. could have been. He's going to be out for about two weeks. But right. yeah, yeah, absolutely, that's a huge loss. He's Still a wonderful player. So, my question to you is, how far can they go? And I know that we don't know what what the, the finished product is going to be because we'll probably find that out on by by February the eighth. But as we sit here right now, I mean, everyone's excitement level has to be as high as it's been in a very long time. Yeah. You're the four. You own Philadelphia. Like you look better than Philadelphia does right now. Embiid is now banged up. He's going to not play again tonight because he's got knee swelling. Uh, they lost at home to the Knicks and then lost at home the next night to Utah. You're three games in the loss behind Milwaukee. You'll never be two. You'll never be three. Who? I mean, the way you're playing, you look like you're you. You look like you could be one of those upper echelon teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, how well, the, how I think far the, can you go? Well, I think the beauty of this, the the move, is that I mean, it's. It, you wanted your starting five to be better defensively, but you also wanted to give, I think, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, you wanted to make it easier on those two. I don't feel like I've sacrificed a lot of scoring, if no, any, I, no, to I make myself better defensively. Dude, I think as Han gave us that last night. I think in December, I think defensively, they were 30th, and now in January, they're first. So, like, you're getting the desired effect. Like, this this deal has worked. And, I mean, we said it before the show, OG's plus 111 right now since he got here. 
Plus 111. It's amazing. That's a huge number. In five games? And then you look at their schedule now as we move forward here after they get these two road games out of the way. So it's Dallas tomorrow. Dallas, Memphis without Ja. Right. He's, out for, you, he's out for the season. Right. He's going to get surgery. And then you got 12 of your next 14 at home, one of those games being in Brooklyn. Well, that's that's at West. That's at West. Well, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's just a quick trip out West. Right. Yeah. That's like, an, it's, it's enticing is what it is. And you're going to be, imagine if you play well during this stretch, then you're going to make a trade to buoy things even more by early February. Right. It's a good time you to be a Knicks be fan. You have to be excited. You, you have to be. So I, I'll ask you the question. We'll, we'll take a break. We'll get back to it. 1-800-919-3776. We want to hear from the Knicks fan because for some reason the Knicks fan doesn't reach out anymore. Like we talk Aaron Rodgers and phones blow up. We talk Giants and Wink, phones blow up. Knicks. Because they're taking care of business. They're kind of I like don't this care. weird spot now. The Knicks are great. I, I love watching Stop this Stop it, Raymond. I don't care. It's hottest take of all time, by I, the way. You know what? Why do you bring that up in the meeting today? No, I'm no, not really. going to say I already well, told you. My game plan is to sit there, listen, and then you ask the questions. No, because then I know what I'm going to get the, when we leave. <laughs> when, when I do it at, on the spot, yeah, it's a good question. Well, no, when we leave. Is, How, I can't believe you asked three questions in the meeting. No, I think today is the meeting where you ask the questions. This is the appropriate meeting to ask questions. The other meeting is we kind of just want to get out. Uh, the last meeting, I asked a question about this meeting. Yeah, well, well we knew what we have in this meeting, though. It was, an, it was an unnecessary question. No, I don't think we yeah, knew. No, because when I asked the question, they said, we're going to have a meeting on that next week. So I think it was a very pertinent, timely question. All right. You just, here's what we do. <laughs> you sit there and you look pretty, <laughs> right? And you give, like, phraseology. Like, you know what? This meeting is the vein of my existence. You said, <laughs> the vein of my existence is this meeting. And I'll do the heavy lifting. I'm I'm fine with that. Listen, I'll be the eye candy. I'll just sit there, and you just take control. Okay. It's right. like the vein of my existence. Ugh. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. It was the greatest show song in the history of the show. We are New York, and we love basketball. We're going to take it all because we're the New York Knicks. I get a little RJ in there. Come on. Yeah, Raymond in That's there. That's perfect harmony. That was that was as good for as us. it gets. Perfect harmony for us. It was as good as it gets. That's it. I challenge Manilo. I challenge <laughs> Adele. I challenge Swift. I challenge anybody to be better than that. They'd as a, hands, as a they, quartet? They'd have their hands full. As a quartet? Come on. I could have used a little bit more Raymond. I didn't really hear Raymond in that because I heard RJ, but... 
Yeah, but I heard I, you and I were were very aggressive. It was almost like you had the microphone in your mouth. <laughs> I, was, I was gargling the microphone. <laughs> well, I'm happy to take a back seat. When no, we no, do you're a, the star. Another. We all get not, it. No, we I'm get not it. the star. I don't want to be. The, I don't want to be the star. You can't help it though. What do you mean? Your shine, your your star shines that bright. Does it really? Yeah, you can't oh, fight that's it. Nice. Just happens. You turn on a microphone, just greatness. That's it. I, I listen. What, who am I, I to argue? I, listen, who am I, I checked, argue with I you? I checked out your IG story. Superhero you. I'm a superhero. Yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> no, there's nothing. I can't help it. I'm agreeing. Um, Best in the business. I would like, but I don't want to just waste a song. I think we save it for the postseason and then we belt that after like a big win. Because that's what that was, right? Was that when we beat Cleveland last year? Yeah, Raymond says yes. Raymond's giving us a thumbs up. That's what I need. Something no longer like that. speaks. Music and... Well, because he's probably eating. No, no and he or doesn't ate. have his headphones on. I think he already ate. He's got his Bustello. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. His family coffee, by the way. Strong, though. Delicious. It's very strong. Del- just what I need. Yeah? Just gets, what I need. Gets you going? Well, I mean, something. My wife told me yesterday, I showed her something. It's like this. It was a uh, a caffeinated protein shake. Okay. So it's like it's got it's got caffeine. It's like a coffee. I understand what caffeinated means. Right, right. But it's also got like thirty grams of protein. I was like, oh, this is nice. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, don't order that. Your heart's gonna explode. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't drink that much. She's like, and she starts adding up the the amount, amount of caffeine? caffeine. I was like, I, I wake up at two thirty in the morning. Yeah, but too much caffeine will make well, you go crazy. Or or I'll I'll fall asleep at the microphone. Which would you prefer? I'd prefer you fell asleep at the mic than no. to go crazy. Yeah. RJ, would you prefer he fell asleep live on the show, which would be great content, or would you prefer that his heart explodes live on the air? <laughs> um, I, I, I Both are going to get your ratings. Yeah, yeah but one, that one, there's a, a definitive end. Like, there's not really a lot. Uh, like, heart explodes. What do I do? Because they got to carry the show now. That's what you're worried about? And Well, I mean, <laughs> The yeah. show would go on? Wouldn't it have to? No, hard we have dead air, and all of a sudden, I mean, you know what? Oh, Raymond takes his shirt off and he starts running into other studios. You don't know what happens. See, do you think it even makes it to that first break without Dave saying, "All right, I guess it's just the Rothenberg show now." Yes. <laughs> Dave, I'll what be back. do you think? I eliminate the DPHO name immediately, immediately when I like reset immediately. I'm like, it's just Rothenberg with That's you it. at 9870 ESPN. I think you'd be. I think you might go to break just out of habit. You know, DPHR Rothenberg, right. 1970 SBN. I think. Come back like Rick's dead. Yeah, I think definitely when you come back, you've already rebranded the show, though. You're on to do some sports conversation. <laughs> RJ, give me a five pack quick. Well, they, they take Rick's body out of here. Give me a five pack. <laughs> well, if, I mean, if there's nothing I can do, also, if it's exploded, you'd figure that I can't put the pieces back together. So what am I supposed to well, do? Well, I don't know. Okay. What do you mean? Like, feel bad to more. hold your head as you expire? No. Like, do you have any any last wishes? You want no, me to tell Cassie did, or the kids? If the heart exploded, there'd be no like holding me as I go <laughs> I quietly you, into the night. I want you to cradle him the way Andy Pettit cradled Don Zimmer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need that. Like hold his head, look into his eyes, be like, "Tell me what, do you, what, what you happened." Pass on to the family and then close them. Uh, right then, I yeah. I, I close yeah. them. Yeah. And then I s- slowly send you off right. into, and then I'm like, "All right, we're back." <laughs> <laughs> Give me a five pack, Archie. You got one today, right now? Just like like a, a wedding, the appetite for a Stump Rothenberg question. I do. I have to pull up my my master list. Oh, yeah. you 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 couldn't do it off the top of your head. Just think of someone. Oh, but he's already putting the work into the it's list. Probably, it, yeah. It, if he had to think of a guy, it'd probably be a guy he's already asked you about before. Mm-hmm. That's why he pulls up the because the guy's list. a professional. He's not a hack like you. Uh, you know what? Don't talk to me like that. By the way, your Instagram page underwhelming. What? Your Instagram page underwhelming. It really is. You, you know came what? out of the gates hot. You, you know what? What do you have going on, IG? Nothing. I, but I, I'm I, supposed I, to have a handler. Well, you do. And see, that's not true what Rick said. He says he has nothing going on. He's out there. We just haven't yeah. found him yet. You yeah, just can't that, find me. That's troubling. I'm always watching. He so sends, you're lurking. Yeah, he Great. sends stuff to our group chat all the time. Uh, from, but from, from who? Who does it come from? It, well, it comes from other people. But he, you have to be on Instagram to find the content. All right. You know what? Enough about Instagram. Give me one, and then we'll get to the next calls. Quincy Doobie. Uh, no idea. Rutgers. Yes, correct. There you go. <laughs> no idea Rutgers. Well, I right. forgot who he was, and I remember was, he played with the Kings, was, and then a, lo- a long, lanky, like two or three kind of player. How is that? He- no idea Rutgers. Because <laughs> I forgot, and then I remember. Number four, I believe. The, the He's way, touched. The way his brain works. It's magnificent, isn't it's it? It's amazing. Um, Nick's calls are all lined up now. <laughs> any college you want, Rick dies on the show. He Not a, not one tear is shed. I didn't. When did I say I wouldn't Somebody come tear. clean this up. RJ. 
Come clean this up. When did I say I wouldn't have a tear? You keep the show going on. If you if you passed away mid show, I'd have to. I would be done. Well, because we've seen you try to do a show by yourself. Ugh. I'm capable of doing a show by myself. I mean, it's one of the few talents I have. I can't caulk. That's clear. I, I, I can't snow you've blow. Done it, you've done it twice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just uh, uh, saying. I mean, that's hysterical. We know it's possible. Yeah, we'll miss we'll that. We'll, we'll, we'll miss that. <laughs> <laughs> when your heart explodes, be one of the things we miss. Let's go to Kevin in Brick. Hi, Kevin. You're on 9870 ESPN. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hello. Hi, Kevin. Yeah. Now we do. What's going on, Hello. buddy? What's up, guys? Uh, it's got. Um, so I want to talk some Knicks. I got a hot take. And then first off, first you can put me in the category of some fan who overreacted to his trade, and I was completely wrong. I mean, oh, we. I've been screaming for a three and D guy, three and D guy, and we might have got one of the best three and D guys in the league. He's this guy is a great player to watch. He's not a superstar, but he's a perfect piece. And my hot take is, I think Hardenstein is a better player than Mitch Robinson. I'm not trying to hate on Mitch. He's a good player, but I think Hardenstein brings more to the table. Well, he's certainly a better offensive player. I don't think he's the same. Thanks to call, Kev. I don't think he's the same presence defensively. He's an excellent rebounder. He's a really good shot blocker. So I don't think it's crazy to say all around he could potentially be a better player. Look what he's done since Robinson's went out. He's a terrific player. Yeah, well, he said that too when he was asked about it. He said he's just—I mean, he's—he's he's finally been given. He's finally been given the opportunity to show what he feels like he's capable of doing, and he's doing it, and he's taking advantage of it. But that's what good players do, right? Because he didn't have a ton of time, and every time he'd play, he'd be like, "Boy, he's pretty good." Yep. And now he's getting thirty plus minutes a night, and you watch him play, and you thought, "How are we going to somehow, you know, move past not having Mitchell Robinson?" Well, if he plays like that, you're not going to have much trouble. I feel like what that caller just said. We've said quite a bit here recently. Is it's a it's a perfect it's a perfect fit. I mean, we should give Leon Rose some credit because a lot of like credit. The, the, the moves that he's made have been really nice fits. Not some credit, a ton of a credit. Lot. I mean, Hartenstein is terrific, and Josh well, Hart's a great fit, and Divincenzo's right. a really good player. And now this move and Brunson, and now you bring in Anobi. I mean, these are good. I mean, yep. he started out poorly. Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier yeah. were bad moves. They were. They were bad moves. Now, Evan Fournier now might be somewhat attractive because it's an expiring deal. But the moves since those two, I mean, to a man, they've almost all been good. Well, it seems like they've had, like, it's, it feels finally like they're working, like him and Tibbs are kind of in lockstep. Like, Tibbs has an idea of what he wants the team to look like, and Leon's been able to go out and get the pieces that, that fit what he's trying to do. Right? No, it's, it's working. It's clearly working. And, this, see... The first Randall year, the, the COVID year, they were not that good. Like, somehow they, they he wound was up... He really ha- good. He was awesome in the regular season. Atlanta he, he humbled them in the postseason. Last year, I think they were clearly better and probably would have beaten that team from 2020, but they still were flawed. Like, they're getting better, and I think there's more reason for excitement now than there has been in, in a very long time. Yeah, and I was just trying to find a way to, to get yourself at that next level. I think a lot of people feel like, and for the first time in a long time, I take feel a like you're, but, but I feel like you're going to, like you're you're moving in that direction, well, dude. And I always I always bring it up, and you saw the contract that he just signed down in Miami, Spolstra. Like it, the, the he'd have been able to do it, like, and you're trying to. I mean, that's the kind of basketball that you want to play. So you're trying to figure out can we can we be a team like that? Because it's going to be. I mean, you're hard pressed. It's like it's you can't control whether or not a superstar somewhere else is disgruntled. But at some point, that's going to happen. You hope. At some point, it's going to, listen, Lillard, I mean, it happens. You just have to be there ready and waiting, and the second it does, you got to swoop. You got to grab him, and you got to get out of Dodge. And for the time being now, you do whatever you can this season to try to improve this team. And, and listen, who knows at what point that superstar becomes available, whether it's before February or whether it's in the off season. but you're heading in the right direction, and it's exciting for the first time in a long time. Yeah, but I think that's why partly, like, I mean, we got a lot of phone calls today, but I think partly why there's been kind of, you know, we bring up the Knicks and there hasn't been that much... That's unacceptable. ...conversation, just because it's a, it's a good team. Yeah, but if it's a good team, then they should call. Well, if it's but, a bad team, they should I, call. I, they, I, Knicks fan, I mean, we sit here all I the time. That. What's the most passionate fan base in New York? It's the Knicks. Well, where the hell are these people sometimes? I get it, but the Yankees fans are like that, too. Like, at a certain point, when you're good, it's like it kind of gets boring to talk about. Because you have expectations now that they're going to go into a game. Yeah, the Yankees Portland. are always good. Yeah, but like uh, the reason why I think there's some excitement with this Portland game is just because, I mean, you got a chance to see OG go off in the first quarter offensively. Right? Or it was to, a treat. To, to Ray's point that he made in the group chat. Like, this is 
Again, like Knicks teams in the past will have some success, and then all of a sudden a game like that last night is, for whatever reason, they don't show up or think they're just going to lace them up and go win. Right. And, they and then it's losing. a loss, and they lose the next game, and then all of a sudden this great run is now on the kibosh. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. A new segment, Storytime with Rick? No, not with Rick. Oh, you were going to bring bring in athletes weekly just to get stories. Yeah, we screwed up. We should If Amani actually was on time, we could ask Amani to give us your best best story. But how many of of their best stories do you think are, are tellable on air? I think the best the best stories probably aren't tellable on air, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you can find a. But even story the second tier stories are probably pretty good stories. That's what I'm saying, like first the I mean first tier stories, you're like that didn't happen, but it really did happen. Second tier kind of more, like you could you could see it happening probably. RJ, you know what the amazing thing is, is that he he always has a new story. Like the the repertoire of stories that he can go to, it's it's. Almost unheard of. Like, I, if I tell you a good story, and I have some good stories, but then, like, a week in, I'm like, all right, Dave, you've told us this. He, every day, it's just a new a new story. It's remarkable, isn't it? He has stories that make me think of, how are we the same? We're, and, and my conclusion is Well, the is answer is you're not. We're not. We're, right. bo- we're both humans. Right. But the, our, the lives that we have led are just remarkably different. Yes. That's 100% accurate. Do you feel like you're missing out, or do you feel like he's just been touched by the hand of God and had a great life up to this point? The latter. The latter. Right, so you're not jealous, you just feel like he's he's won. He has gotten the most mileage out of life of anyone I think I've ever spoken to, and he's still in his early 40s. He has, like, he has a long way to go. It, is, right. it feels like he's already lived... and uh, He has enough stories to... If you combined like all your buddies, you, they wouldn't add up to these stories. Sadly, we can't tell most of them. <laughs> or, or any of them, really. See, but I think that's probably, that, that's one of the harder parts, though, I think, for for like athletes, for example. Like you have, I mean, you live this certain life, and then all of a sudden- When you get thrust into like real life? Well, but then it's, it, you, I mean, I'm just, I've been doing this for how long? And I'm only just starting Dude, what, my- What, radio? Yeah, just starting my 40s. Right. So like, I mean, you live this this amazing life. And, so then, you're, you're, and then you're handed a, a, a dose of real reality, right? You're lucky right? Like, to be 35, and now it's like, okay, I'm only 35. And now you have another 50 years to live, I can't and you don't play, know what the hell you... I can't play you're... in this sport because they say I'm too old, but right. I'm really I'm 35. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a young man. Yes. Right, a young man. Like, I got more than half my life left. What, what do you think you'd do? be... Uh, serious question. What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't doing radio now? Right now? Yeah. A coach and something. Be coaching. Probably, yeah. Then that would fulfill you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love coaching. It's my favorite thing to do. Right. Yeah. But I like this, too. No, I understand. I but... got lucky, though. I will say I got lucky because it was like there was a real dark time that I tell you about when, it's, when it was over. Like to fall into this, and I stumbled into it. Well, like, didn't like Alan call you when you were no, downstairs? dude. I sent him an, an answer. Someone asked him a trivia question about hockey, and I was like listening, just ran. I, so really, it was dude, like a, your I own never, stump Rothenberg, right? But uh-huh. I promise you, I never ever listened to sports talk radio ever in my entire life, and for some reason it was on, and it was Alan. Maybe that's why it was on because I was I knew Alan was going to be on the show, right? Doing a show, and there was a hockey question, and for some reason I knew the answer, so I texted him, and then he texted me back. He's like, dude, you got to come in. I think you'll like this, and then that was it. So he got the clear from the bosses, like, can I bring no, Rick in? No, he didn't. He just did it on his own? No, he was filling in for you, and he right. goes, you got to just just show up. So I came in. We did three hours, and his, his tagline, I always say this, is we're going to keep we're gonna keep doing this until they tell us to stop. Next night, same thing. Next night, same thing. I right. did it for, like, 
maybe Raymond, how long? Six months not getting paid? Like, don't even have a contract? Yeah. That was- so, Ray, you were producing the show at night? That's, yeah. It, and it, one night, that, that Alan was, just walked in as like, Rick, this is Ray. Ray, this is Rick. That was pretty much how it was. And you didn't, know, you didn't know he was coming in to do the show? No, I knew he was coming in, but uh, I found out about it pretty pretty late coming in. It, it was, you had been doing nights at the time. You were doing five hours. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> Rick, I was doing five hours solo. <laughs> yes. That's wild. So... I forget what it was. they moved. They picked you up. They 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 took you away for the first of many times. They separated us. I, I think Stephen A was doing middays, and mm-hmm. Stephen A was off for an extended period of time. And uh, it was well, we're gonna we're gonna try out a new rotation of hosts here. First up, you're gonna try Alan Hahn and Rick DiPietro. Good luck. But it doesn't sound like it was meant to be Alan Hahn. No, it was supposed DiPietro. to be Alan, no. supposed to be Alan no. Hahn. No, it, it was going to be Alan Solo, and and Rick was there, and it it ended up becoming a smash hit. Look what happened. That's unbelievable. It was wild, man. Did wonders for both of them. That really, that's a phenomenal story. It really is. But I just think of the, the irony is that we're doing, I started doing your show, and now it's me and you. Rick, yeah. Rick had like the quasi-mullet going on I at did. the time. Yeah. Was, and you had no children at the time? No. Life is different then, huh? Much different. Uh, let's go back to the next calls. Chris in the Bronx. Good morning, Chris. How are you? You're on 98.7, buddy. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, so I just want to speak about my next... Um, Initially, I was a little upset because I really thought we should have got Donovan Mitchell, and I thought we gave up too much, giving up quickly and R.J. Barrett for O.G. But I must admit, it's a good trade for both teams because O.G.'s doing really well. But I feel in order for us to beat the Celtics and a great team to win a chip, to be a real contender, that we have to make another move. This is, this is just not it. Well, yeah, I think but everybody I agrees with you. RJ. Yeah, but Chris, I don't know if that move's available now, though. We, right. have, we still have first round picks. Yeah, right. We still have picks. We have to get some type of uh, some type of player that's uh, all star or some type of player with those picks because we're going to just be a second round team, just like last year when we lost to the Heat, and we don't make another move. I think this team has, I think this team is currently constituted right now would have a much better would have a legitimate chance to beat that Heat team you lost to last season. Well, that, I think they had a, they had a chance last season. Well, I know, but still, I mean, it's just the with. With Julius, a better team. with Julius Hurt, and then all of a sudden, you know, Brunson getting nicked up. This is a better team. And on top of that, now you got a guy that can actually go like in a series against the Celtics. If if you want to kind of try to at least slow Tate him down, at least you got someone that can do it defensively. Listen, I don't think they beat Milwaukee or Boston, but I'll tell you what. And again, things will change. And and you're thrilled about the trade now. You could get three weeks into the future and say, "I'm not thrilled." You could bounce back and forth and see what quickly and. And RJ do and how it, it rolls along with OG. It's it, it's it's been an ideal start. So now you love the trade, but and it's a guy that wanted to be here too, which I like. And he does things that the Knicks need that the other guys did not do. But right, my but point is, is that you're you're now more equipped to compete with those teams. I think in the series. Yeah, and see, I, I don't know. I I would say probably you're not going to get the move that he's talking about this this season. But you're going to. I can imagine that they continue to play this way. They'll look to improve this team to give them the best shot. It might not work, but to give them the best shot to to do some damage. So you would be stunned if the Knicks stood pat and did nothing before February eighth. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Even if it's not like a, a monster move, I don't I think, think it's going to be a monster move, right? So you don't think it'll be the no, finishing piece? No, I think you're going to the way it sounds from the people that I've listened to. It's going to sound like the the players that they're targeting are probably going to be this offseason as they get through. The disgruntled is going to come when they look at the team and say it's just not going to happen here, right? Like, I want to win a championship, and this is not And I can't win a championship. Yeah. Fill, fill in the blank. JC in the Poconos. Oh, I love the Poconos. Good morning, JC. What's going on, guys? Yeah, Poconos is awesome. Snowboarding. Uh, you got snow up there? Oh, yeah. We got 12 inches the other day uh, during the weekend when it snowed. Um, I'm actually thinking about buying a, a snowmobile. Really? I flipped That's a right. snowmobile one time. It wasn't great. I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> it was not great. So, Jason, no. snow, have, so have you snowmobiled? No. It's awesome. Is it? Great time. I think I'd probably break a limb. We snowmobiled, snowmobiled right to this place. This restaurant had dinner. It's awesome. That is cool. That was your, that's up. your mode of transportation? Yeah, was to great. take a snowmobile? Yeah. That's cool. All right, JC, what do you got? So, I, I was one that actually really loved the trades. I've been fond of this team since last season. I think we're starting to gel even more. The coaches, everyone's buying into the coach. Um, I have a really good feeling. I told you, I think, last week or a few days ago, I feel like we're going to make it to the conference finals, as we are, barring any injuries. So my question to you guys is, how many games, we're seven games above 500, how many games above 500 do the Knicks need to get to 
for you guys to feel really, really good that we're at least going to reach the conference final. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, and I understand your point. I think you can compete with Milwaukee because I'm assuming that Boston, who knows, but the Boston gets the one, Milwaukee gets the two. I don't think they beat Milwaukee. I don't care if the Knicks go, you know, 55 and 27. I don't think they're getting past Milwaukee. Uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, M- Milwaukee will always have the best player in that yeah, series. I mean, I think they probably have the two best players. You think Lillard is better than Brunson? Yeah. Okay. I think, listen, I think Jalen is, I mean, Jalen's a really good player. I don't think he's Damian Lillard. He's a hell of a player. He's a great player. Yeah. And he's ascending. That's right. That was, that was an, un, I mean, you signed, and I don't think he's a superstar, but you signed a upper, upper echelon player in free agency. Well, but I mean, it's it's also in line with kind of like almost, not the same as this OG move, but it's also a player that you saw have have success in his role in Dallas. Then you saw what he did in the playoffs without Luka, and you knew there was probably, there's going to be, this this guy has more in the tank. Like, we're going to get him. We may take initially, like, for the amount of money that they paid him. There were a bunch of people like, oh, you overpaid for Jalen Brunson. And they're like, no, no, we didn't overpay for Jalen Brunson. Watch. Like, given given the opportunity, and we just talked about this with Hartenstein. And, like, some of the things that were being talked about when you got OG, like, no, no. We feel like there's there's more in the tank here. There's a lot more in the tank with a lot of these guys. So, I mean, you want, I mean, they destroyed Portland. They look good. They beat up on Minnesota on New Year's Day. Like this thing is rolling along. Now you just hope that it's consistent and it moves along as you move through January, February, March, and into the postseason. Yeah. Now the schedule lightens up too. I mean, you've been through the the hard portion, and now all of a sudden, so it it's up. Dallas tomorrow, and then who's after Dallas? Memphis. Right, oh, Memphis, right? Which is, I mean, no John Morant. You should win that game. And then you said 12 of 14 are at home? And one being in Brooklyn, yeah. So, so I mean, it's, yeah. it's almost like 13 of 14 are at home. So you make some noise there? Go to work. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to John in Marlboro. Good morning, John. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so I'm a lifelong Knicks fan. Um, so my question, curious what you guys think. So I, we keep hearing about, you know, a big trade for a superstar player. So the superstar names that we hear are Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Donovan Mitchell, like names like that. But which is the right fit? Like who? Because we would have to give up something to get these guys. Do we need a center? Do we need another guard? Do we need what's the superstar kind of style player that we need? And like to, because if, and Zion's another name that's been brought up. Like, but we would have to give up somebody that's really important who's playing really really well so what is it exactly that you think that Knicks need what kind of superstar player well, I think Joel Embiid would be the guy that I would want oh, but that would be unbelievable I don't know how possible that is well especially with them doing so well and now Maxi turning himself into what he's turned himself into right it's like they lost Harden and, and you thought to yourself well now it's going to be Embiid all by himself and that's that's really not the case now, I think the bigger focus now I appreciate the phone call John is what what this team now because again, like you don't know who, like there are players that you could you could point to and say this guy would be a great fit. I'd love to have him. But that's you're at the mercy of the situation that that player's in. Like there there are moves to be made now that could help this team get to whatever the ceiling of this team is going to be. Like I don't trust Jericho Sims. I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, how could you? Right. So I mean, how like you you're putting a lot on on Hartenstein now, correct? With no Donovan Mitchell without uh, Mitchell Robinson, right? And then on top of that, I mean. I guess you could add it to two if you wanted to. I think you could add any piece that just makes you a much better team. Like if you added a great two, if you added a great three. I'll tell you who I don't think it is. I don't think it's Donovan Mitchell. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think you add Donovan Mitchell to this team and now you're the best team in the NBA. We're the Eastern Conference. I, just, I don't believe that to be true. No, I don't think that's the that's the case. No, I don't. He's but not a great shooter. He's not great defensively. He's not a great defensive player. I mean, I don't. Not that he's a bad player. And I think he makes you dep- better. I don't it, think he it puts you over the top. It depends on what the big move, what you're willing to to move on from. Right? Are you trading Randall in this move? Are you trading Robinson in this move? How many picks are you trading in this move? Right? If if, if you think it's the finishing piece, then all the picks you. I don't know. I'm not concerned the about the picks. Right. Just like I mean, if you know that Tibbs loves Julius Randall, and Julius Randall's playing great, great basketball, so is he? I mean, is he a piece that you want to move? He's a piece that's be willing ch- to move, right? And that's going to change what you, what you add, right? Like if I mean, it, it, of course, it, it changes the math and what you need. But like this team is right now, and I get pissed sometimes just because people just enjoy 
what you're watching. It's always what's next, what's next. Yeah, but you heard Harbaugh the other night. The guy wins a national championship. Well, but Before they can celebrate that, Jim, what's next, what's next? Right. And he's like, relax. Just let me enjoy this. But that's the nature of life. But I think as Knicks fans, it's been it's been so bad for so long. This is a good time to kind of take a step back and just enjoy it. It's not easy. Then you can it, that's not the, human nature, though. I know, not. but listen, I mean, we've been through so much bad here. Baseball season stunk. Football season stunk. When, when you were playing in the NHL, then you'd have a great game. You stopped 38 shots of 38, and you'd beat the Rangers 3-0. Did you celebrate that game? Yes. Or did you, right when you got home, start thinking about, all right, we got the Blues tomorrow. I wonder if I can continue that. If it was back-to-backs, I'd start thinking about the Blues. But I mean, it's, if it wasn't, no, I would celebrate that that win. I'd celebrate that shadow, and then I would move on. Okay. I think it's. I think in human nature, it's hard to do that. Yeah, but at the same time, you can't take away it. The reason why you play is to win, right? So you should enjoy you should enjoy the victories. Like it's nice to be. Able to, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying the, it's hard. How nice was it to sit down on the couch last night against a team you know you should beat and just take care I of business? Lo- I loved it's it. The best. I loved it because you, you had no concern. There was no worry. You just you feed up, very relaxed. Have a chat with whoever you're watching the game with. It was beautiful. And they play. It was good to. It was aesthetically. It was fun. It was nice to watch. Ball RJ, do moving. you enjoy the wins? Or do you always look towards the next? Especially I, with your not. I think your Niners is a good example because they're so good. This year, I think it's been a little bit of an exception. I enjoy the wins, but I, I expect them. But that's not normally how I approach things. Like, if my team, like if the Sabres had come out of kind of a dark period the way the Knicks had, I would, I would love every day, love every win, and live and die with every single So day. you would be able to enjoy the day and not think about the next Games coming up, correct? But, yeah, I'm not. I'm not good with that at all. But when I look at the Niners, you can kind of see. You don't know where you are in the journey. Like you don't know how much longer this team has together. I mean, I hope they'll be good for ever, decades. But the reality is, you often in the NFL don't string decade long success together. Niners win the Super Bowl this year, but don't go back to the playoffs for a decade. Would you take it? At this point, yes. This team has to get one. They have to. How distraught would you be if the Niners don't win the Super Bowl this year? Crushed. Crushed. We are. You think we would need? Would we need to do an intervention for you? Uh, Do you think? Ah, maybe. This feels like the year to get it done. Why you act act like he's going to go on some sort of drug bender? Yeah, I'm not going to. First of all, you're the one that brought drugs into the (laughs) equation, you animal. I didn't say anything about drugs. What do you need an intervention for? Well, because maybe RJ goes into like a fit of depression. I don't know. Well, the tough part of me is I left home and and was eating pizza at a hotel for two nights once. So I don't know how far this goes. You need an intervention. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But you realize what the narrative. He did that last weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You realize what the narrative will be, though, if the Niners lose. You could feel the avalanche coming for for Shanahan, and they're getting healthy too. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait for this weekend. Th- this weekend, oh, oh it's gonna be great. Oh. And you Super just, you, wild you, card you, weekend. You dialed in. You dialed in. Su- sa- Saturday, sa- Sunday. Sa- shut up. Yep. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Two games, three games, one game. <sighs> beautiful, beautiful. People very upset about the game on Peacock. I know. I get, well, at least they, I mean, they gave it. You, is, they, it is garbage, though. They paid $110 million for the game. It's ridiculous. They got a great so, game, too. So, so, it's a, it, so basically, what it is is a pay per view. Yeah. Is what it is. Well, they already gave you an exclusive. I mean, you had an exclusive Peacock game this season already. But you could have punted on Chargers Bills, right? Yeah, but I think we've known the entire time that Peacock's going to have an exclusive playoff so, game. So, so this playoff game is a pay per view. Yeah. Is what it is. So, how, what, how much is Peacock? I think it's I don't five, know. five bucks a month or is six bucks a month, I think. Five ninety nine. Now, can you just order it for this game, carry it out for the month of June, uh, uh, January, and then be done? Probably. Yeah. I think I have Peacock anyway. I do have Peacock anyway. Yeah? There was some show I watched that was on. There's a show that looks good. It's about like a doctor who has no no like medical background who's now just doing surgeries and stuff. On Peacock? Yeah. It's supposed to be good. Really? Raymond, are you going to have uh, Peacock? I'm not going to. I'll figure something out. So you you're not going to get it for six bucks. I'll I'll find some some other way. So you're going to find an game. illegal stream to watch the game. I, I'm going to find some other way to watch the but game. But you know what? I don't. And maybe you look at this. You're like, oh come on. I don't want to watch the game on my computer. I don't want to watch the game on a tablet. I don't want to watch the game on my oh, my phone. I, I want to watch the tele- game on television. I'll watch it on a television screen. Don't you worry. So you're going to go to like nefarious avenues to get access to the I game. I will watch the game on a television screen. RJ, you going to get Peacock? Yeah, I mean. You know, I will 
It's the principle of the thing at but this point. I respect you for it. You know what concerns me? I, I almost feel bad even putting this out there. What? Is this illegal? No. Huh. Is that eventually certain sporting events, playoff games, title game, series, Super Bowl, go behind a paywall? And that concerns me. Super Bowl can't. I think anything's on the table. I'm not saying next year, this year. The yeah. fact that we're having this conversation about a playoff game is is not a good precedent. I think it's a tester. And, and can you stop telling me that you have an, a, a commercial-free fourth quarter? I don't care. I don't care. It's like, not it's continuous not, action, though. It's not like you're doing great things with, with <laughs> the no... Just give me a commercial. I'm not offended by the commercial. I don't care. No, I don't mind the commercial. Like, you couldn't see a streaming service buying the Super Bowl one year? No. For a billion dollars and it being... Yes. Fourteen ninety nine. Twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, everyone would forty nine ninety nine. I mean that's the way big fights used to be. Mm-hmm. And they still are, I guess, actually. It concerns me. I've I've worried about this for a couple of years now. As keeps I said, this is something night. that keeps you up at night. It doesn't keep me up at night, but I feel like this is it, It's of great concern. When I saw a playoff game pop up in this model, I was like, Oh boy. So do you have you subscribed to Peacock yet? No. You better do it. Like right now? Well, no, not, not during the show. <laughs> but the, the last thing you want to do is, is when's the game? Saturday night, right? Oh, it's the Chiefs-Dolphins, too. Yeah. So you don't want to, like, 6 o'clock Saturday, be like, oh, you know what, let me get this, and then there's a hiccup. Especially because I, th- I think I'm going to dabble in that game. It's a massive game. Oh, oh you, know he's taking, you know he's taking the Chiefs. You don't know what I'm taking. I, I, you can't get in his head. I bet a kidney he just he's took taking the Broncos. Chiefs. He took the Broncos. You have no idea what he's doing. What went through your mind to take the Broncos? I don't know. I was trying to find teams that might have something they, to play they for. They were going to be galvanized by... Uh, yeah, but if you're playing... The Broncos were actually playing a team that was playing for something in a meaningless game. They played for their coach. I should have went with the bonus baby. Which was the Giants. Oh, home run. I mean, who are you to steal my bonus babies? Uh, Here's what I want from you. Yeah. That's all I want. Okay. You will get Peacock today. Come in tomorrow. You'll be like, you know what? It's all set up. Ready to go. If it'll make you happy, I will do that. That would make... Get Peacock tonight. Well, the last thing I want to have happen is for you to get to Saturday at 7 o'clock. Don't even placate him, Raymond. Saturday, 7 o'clock, and now all of a sudden there's there's panic. Yeah, but it's Wednesday. That happened to me week one with the YouTube. Ex- ex- see? Yeah. This is good advice, All isn't screwed it? up. Yeah, Once got, again, the anxiety coming to the front. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got cornered at the uh, by, by both of you, by you and Cass at different points, about uh, how to properly subscribe to YouTube. Yeah, there was some real problems. Yeah, Cassie subscribed to just the NFL. I don't know what it was. The concern level is through the roof. I don't blame him. I had no games for I the whole quarter. I was so panicked heading into week one, and it's been amazing. By the way, I get a good tweet from Isles, Mets, Jets fan. Maybe Santiago should go to the Rothenbergs for the Peacock game. I probably wouldn't be allowed in there. Let's, let's call you, it what it is. I you are more than welcome to come watch the game on Saturday at my home. If I'm wearing my cowboy sweater, am I allowed to? No. Okay, well, there you go. But but why would he? why would he do that? Why would I invite you into my home and you say, I, I, I take you up on the offer, I'm going to wear something that makes you and your entire family uncomfortable? Does it make the entire family uncomfortable? I or think just so. You, or just you and, and Alex. You, and, and un, an, uncomfortable, and Alex. an uncomfortable you, therefore, makes the rest of the family but uncomfortable. But why, why would you come into my home with an invitation from me, and you know I'd provide you food and beverage and all that kind of stuff, and, and think to yourself, you know it would be a great idea, wearing a jersey would make well, him uncomfortable in his I, own home. I, I you want know. him walking around with that sexy white t-shirt with Sherry roaming around? I'm fine with that. Uh, at your own risk. I'm fine with you that. You saw what he looked like in that t-shirt. It's great. And then he runs in the t-shirt. That's what I'm he saying. runs into other rooms. You go steal some cheese out of your fridge like Anita. <laughs> Anita did do that. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.